Hello everybody and uh, welcome again to Weekly Inspiration. Uh, very special uh, tonight is the birthday of Moshe Rabbeinu of Moses, the one and only, the, the most powerful prophet of all time uh, for all nations, not just for Jewish people. And also, uh, this is Parashat uh, Tetzaveh, and we are one week away from Purim. Next week is uh, Purim, you know, so uh, there is a lot what to talk about. So the parasha it starts with Atat Tetzaveh, Atat Tetzaveh Bnei Israel. You will command uh, the Israelite, but it doesn't say uh, you as Moses, it says the Ata, the Ata Tetzaveh. And we need to, it's our duty to fully understand why Moses' name is not in the parasha. And the parasha is actually talking, if you look at the continuation of the parasha, it's talking about, They will take for you an oil, an olive oil. Do you know how to make an olive oil? You take the olive and you crush it so hard until an olive oil come out from the olive. When we talk about Moshe Rabbeinu, those of you who follow the story of Moses, not even the Kabbalah, not even the Pshat of Moses, not the simplicity, all the part of Moses was out to crush himself, not just for the working on himself. Some people out there work on their ego. Moses was not just busy working on his ego. Moses was busy, basically, if I work on my ego, what's the benefit of the others for me working on the ego? That's Moses. I hope everybody understands it. That's tonight. So working on the ego, eh, you can restrict the ego, say, okay, I'm going to let go. I'm going to forgive this, forgive that. Nice. What's the benefit of others for me working on my spirituality. Being spiritual without benefit other people, it's not being spiritual. Being spiritual meaning that the other people will benefit from your spirituality. Other people will benefit from you being humble right now. If you're being humble and there is no benefit for the other people, what are you doing? You're putting some diploma that say I'm humble? You're putting some diploma that say I'm spiritual? That's not spirituality. Spirituality begins with other people benefit from my existence. For that reason, what could be the biggest gift for a person who's truly humble? Truly humble? Not to be exist. The name is not exist in this week, Parsha. On the birthday of Moses, on the death anniversary of Moses, both day the same. Because the biggest gift that you can give a person or work on them on themselves, not to benefit themselves from spirituality, is by not having benefit from what they're doing, what we call Lishma. And that's what Moses is actually getting as a gift. That's his birthday gift. I'm not going to mention your name. For most of us, if that will happen in our case, we'll have a problem. So in this week, Parashah, 
since Moses is born, there is only one time his name has not been mentioned. This week. The commentaries say, when Moses come to Hashem, and he negotiated, they said to Hashem, listen, if you cannot take care of your people, I'll erase my name from the Torah, from your name, from your book. So, when words of a tzaddik, when words of a righteous person come out, Hashem has to respect it. So what happened? Hashem erased his name. But only from one parasha. Of course, you're going to ask yourself a question, why this parasha? We have many answers. One of the answers I heard actually this week and this Shabbat, uh, it was a beautiful couple who host us in their house. And the husband's name is Shimon. To my opinion, is a tzaddik, one of the 36 tzaddikim. And he teach me something. He told me, do you know why in this week parasha is the is Moses' name is not exist? If you take the word michenina misifrecha, erase me from your book. The way you say misifrecha is misefer ka from your book and ka ha ha is kaf kaf is twenty. If you count the parashot from Bereshit till Tetzaveh. You're going to find it's exactly 20 parashot. So from here, Shem erase the name of Moses from, from uh, this week, the death anniversary, and the birthday of Moshe Rabbeinu. So it's a very quite powerful. I want to start with that because that's called Mitzvah Tayom. This is what's going on today. And everybody, wherever you are, make sure you do a motzi, wash your hand, bless over the bread. Make sure you do a real suda for Moshe Rabbeinu because what could be better than connecting to Moshe Rabbeinu. How do you connect to Moshe Rabbeinu? You are taking on yourself to stop doing a certain negative thing that you are doing. That's how you connect to Moshe Rabbeinu. Commit for something. It's between you and Hashem, between you and God. Commit for one thing, but be humble about it. Don't feel brave. Don't feel hero because you overcome. Let's say if you stop judging people, don't have ego that you stop judging people. That's not the point. The point is to stop judging people but without having ego about it. Because then, then it's not good. This is no, not good. You have to do the right thing and be humble about it. Or you stop a, a certain addiction you have. It's good too. This is all can happen tonight, you know, tomorrow. Any commitment you do about, I want to change something. You can add positive thing that you're doing toward Hashem. But this you can do every day. But to prevent yourself from stopping doing one negative thing, that you're no longer going to do it with the help of Moses, you can ask help for Moshe Rabbeinu tonight. And also, uh, remember that prevent yourself from doing it and no ego. You know, this day for me is a very special day. My first awareness of Zion Badal. I mean, it was many times, but my first awakening personally to myself. Uh, I was by mistake or by coincidence or by, not by planning it, end up in the grave of the Arizal on Zain Ba'adar when I was a salesman. I was a salesman of uh, office supply. And uh, I didn't know where I was going. I was on a bus. It was start snowing. I never saw snow in my life before. And from there, I went to Meron. I took a bus to Meron. Meron is where Rabbi Shimon Baruch is buried. It was in the day of Moshe Rabbeinu. And then uh, I found the paper on the floor that explained a section of the Zohar. 
And the papers say that there was one paper that Rabbi Shimon and his friends found and it fly away from their hand. It's actually, that, that was the page. And it was on the floor. And I didn't want the page to be on the floor. And I remember when I went to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, I remember the words of my mom. My mom, may she rest in peace, always used to go to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai by herself. You know, we were not into spiritual reserve at that time, but my mom never missed opportunity to go to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. And I believe a lot of the time it's her merit, it's her merit that today I was able to teach you and, and guide you. May her soul, her name is uh, Fortuna, but Avraham, her soul will elevate it uh, together with my father, Amos Benchlafu. Uh, Both of them, you know, very good people, very kind. They, they were able to be kind like Moses. And sometimes, you know, we forget to be kind. And uh, something that we need to learn from Moshe Rabbeinu, something I learned from my parents. I hope you have somebody to learn it from. And remember, it's a very important to celebrate tonight and light a candle tonight. Do a lechaim, do a motzi, and make sure you connect to your teacher in the month of Adar as much as you can, as often as you can, uh, because you gotta have a rabbi, you gotta have a teacher. If you don't have a teacher that you talk to, at least every day, if not every day, once a week, you're already lost, and you don't know you lost. The klipa play with you, the klipa make you comfortable, the klipa make you lazy. What make Moses uh, an amazing, every leader and every teacher and every rabbi has a spark of Moses in them. Some has big sparks, some have little grain in them, but they have something of Moses. When you connect to your teacher, you want to connect to the Moses in the teacher. The way you know uh, what teacher you have is how knowledgeable you are, they are and how humble they are when they are knowledgeable. So if you find the teacher like this, of course, this is the ultimate. You know, knowledgeable, but no big deal about knowledgeable. And that's, you have to follow that teacher. You have to connect to that teacher. Not let go. Hold them with the sweater. Hold them with the shirt. Everything they do, you know, try when they eat, try to eat with them. Uh, uh, when they, I, I never actually taught that, you know, to serve a teacher, to serve a rabbi, to serve a master of spirituality, Kabbalah, Torah. It's a very, very important thing. Uh, not for the teacher. For the, for the student, for the teacher, it's actually big, dangerous. There's a lot of ego involved. But to find the right teacher and being able to eat from his plate, you know, when you eat from your teacher plate, you're actually getting a lot of orot, a lot of orot uh, mekifim. So to sit in the same table, because, because when you eat, the table becomes beach, it's elevated. So just remember, Moshe Rabbeinu exists in every teacher of Torah, and... Uh, you gotta connect to that teacher. Connect, teach me something. Connect to them. Uh, uh, eat food with them. Do something with them. You know, a physical connection is a very important meaning. You cannot just do it on the phone or on Zoom, like we do now. You have to uh, uh, three times a year is the minimum that you should connect to your teacher. Minimum three times a year, and in those three times, at least you have to spend more than seventy-two hours. You know, and three Shabbat a year too. Three Shabbat a year, three times a year, and you have to have that three times, at least 72 hours. That's how you get the Ormekif of your teacher, and then the Ormekif influences you to connect to Moshe Rabbeinu and to Moses. So the parasha, the story of the parasha, is uh, no Moses here, okay? But uh, you command, 
What is the command? So if I look at Balaturim, it's talking about what he said, olive oil. The Balaturim said it's a command for the women to light candle for Shabbat. You gotta light candle for Shabbat, all the women. Why you light candle for, for Shabbat? Because the women turn the darkness on. I should say turn it off, right? But they brought darkness to the world. Women. You listen to me, women? You brought the darkness to the world. Now, how many women didn't get insulted by me saying it? I hope the one who take me serious didn't get insulted. The one who doesn't take me serious, of course, didn't get insulted. But it should bother you. Every woman should wake up in the morning or Friday morning. Always get ready for the candle. This is your moment. This is the moment between you and God. This is the top moment of your life. Every Friday evening, this is you and God connect panim be panim. It's the highest connection a woman can connect to. And I see that a lot of time women don't take the candle lighting seriously. I have a minhag, I have a tradition to stand next to my wife when she lights candle of Shabbat. And people ask me, I, I never saw a man standing next to a woman with the candle of Shabbat. They ask me, did you learn it from your rabbi? I say, no, my rabbi didn't do that. So who did you learn it from? I mean, did you get a... I said, actually, I didn't learn it from nobody. I just read that that's the moment that my wife beat God. This is it. So how can I not be there? How can I not stand when she said the baracha? So I have to stand up. This is God actually there. The Zohar said, the way you take the mitzvah, seriously, it is serious. So meaning, the kol meshayar belibet. The Zohar said, as much as you can imagine in your heart, mind, uh, that's the value of that mitzvah. So just, you know, take it more seriously. Stand next to your wife when she light candle. Okay, if you don't have a wife, light your own candle and send face to face with God. If the husband is not there and the woman light it alone, it's think about your soulmate when you're lighting it or think about men that need that light because men cannot get that light. Only women can get that light. So this is the light that is, is very important. For that reason, the Sephardic to something called Chena. Chena is, is, is initial of Chala, meaning baking of Chala. Nun is for uh, uh, Nida, the 30 days of Nida, meaning the, the period time that she did to do Mekve. And Hei is for Adlakat and her lighting of the candle. Those are the three major mitzvot of a woman. Women through those three mitzvot can change the whole world. Those three mitzvot can change the world. If you do Chala every Friday or every Thursday night, let's say with Debbie when she does it with party with so many women, it's 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 huge. It's a big mitzvah, big mitzvah. We might do it now in Farako with the Afrashat Chala. I'm going to give lecture. They're going to do Afrashat Chala. This is all all thing. I mean, think about it. How powerful it is for the woman power. All what you have to do, you know, is to understand that panim be panim, So basically. Uh, the whole parasha is talking about things that related to Kohanim. Okay, we have the Choshen. What is a Choshen? Choshen is the same letter as Nachash. Nachash is to protect you from the snake. What is Nachash? Nachash is Pchinadalat. It's the fourth phase. Fourth phase has to do with all the Malchut that want just to receive. So it used to be a tablet on the chest of Aaron Akoen. Why Dafka Aaron? Why not other people? Aaron representing what we call the right column energy. Right column energy. What is the right column energy? Right column is chasadim. It's chesed. It's always the thing that comes from you to others. That's chasadim. Aaron was always like this. Yes, gvurot. Gvurot is what comes from others toward you. 
that's judgment, that's dangerous. But whatever comes from you to others, it's called chasadim. So just don't forget this. That's why he could wear those uh, tab tablet on his chest that can tell all the future of what you need to do. Okay? And this is all the clothing of Aaron. And every part of the clothing represent, represent a certain behavior that we have to do. Before I'm going to, uh, 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 to the depth of the Zohar, it has to do with that. I want to remind everybody also that this Shabbat is Shabbat Zachor. Shabbat Zachor is a very powerful Shabbat. It's Shabbat that uh, has to do with Mechiyat Secher Amalek. That Hashem, God is telling us that we have to kill, eliminate, erase, crash Amalek. Of course, the question being asked, who is this Amalek that God wants us to kill, crash, eliminate? Who is this Amalek that represents by a nation called Amalek that came after the Israelites when we left Egypt? It's also uh, 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 represented by Amen in Iran or Persia at that time. Right now it's Iran, but it used to be Persia. Persia from the wet Lifros. Lifros meant to spread out. And uh, uh, Aman, Amen was there. And Amen was 10 generations after Agag, the king that was never killed by King Saul. Those of you who know the story, King Saul was supposed to command by Samuel the prophet in the name of God to eliminate Agag. And if he eliminate Agag, Aman would never be born. So it was like King Saul as to 10 generations after, become Mordechai, and 10 generations after, become Amen. So the same meeting, the second chance to do to do good about all the bad things he did. I think it's a tremendous story, the old Purim, the old Megillat uh, Esther. I mean, just think about it, but I just want to read something about, uh, about uh, Zachor. I read it last year, and I want to read it again. Ukva mechiyat amalek and uh, this month, we have to eliminate Amalek. Say Sfatimet, I'm reading from Sfatimet. Kedita, Ishtamet bina adadar, Rabbi Rafidim sharapu yedem, Chanayal okoch lilachem bahem. Why, why Dafka, Amalek, catch them in a city called Rafidim? Because, because Rafidim come for the word Rafay Yadayim, when you handle loose, for example, if you live, let's say, in Alei, I mean, it's very difficult to be uh, with pressure. You cannot have pressure when you live in Alei. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's the most beautiful city in the world. So, Refei Adai, meaning when you hand are loose, you're no longer looking for spirituality. That's why you could find them. When they come, they don't in Nisan, in the month of Aries, the Israelites feel like closeness to Hashem. How do you erase Amalek external and internal? External Amalek is people who come to tell you, who cooling your, your, your existence about God. You're not, you're not warm enough. You're not hot enough about God. I don't know why people say, you cool, you cool. You cool mean you cold. You cool meaning you don't move. Well, what's compliment is that? Person have to be on fire when he pray. On fire when a woman light the candle. On fire when she make the challah. On fire. You have to be so hyper. So Amalek is the one who put the coldness in you. 
כי בקלות אין יכולים להילחם מפה בכל עת. You cannot fight Amalek every time you want in the exile. כמו שלמה שלא יאסוף עליך האגודה, לכן רק בהניח השם אלוקיך, that's why it's saying זכור, בהניח השם אלוקיך, when God will let you have a good time, ולכן בחרו לזכור אותו ביום השבת. Why דווקא בשבת we say that? באמת שבכל שבת יש קצת בחיית עמלק. Because every שבת you erase a little bit of עמלק. every שבת. שהוא מעין עולם הבא, שהוא מעיין עולם הבא. This is like עולם הבא, or the spring from the world to come. שם לא יהיה לו זכר, כמו שאומרים, חץ זכר עמלק מתחת השמיים. Because I will erase עמלק say God from under the sky. So we need to understand that, we need to understand that the idea of this whole idea of Zachor that Sfatimet is teaching us so beautiful. So Zachor, this week, it's the whole idea of erasing the Amalek. Amalek meaning doubts within about God and doubts that people are putting into your head about your spiritual journey. What kind of doubts you can have about your spiritual journey? There's three levels of doubts. There is doubts about the content, meaning things that you study, doubts about your teacher, and doubts about God. Remember that. I'm not talking about mathematic teacher. I'm talking about teacher of spirituality, of, of Torah. So when you have doubts about the teaching, okay, the teaching, then eventually you're going to have doubts about God and your teacher. If you have doubts about your teacher, just because, then you're going to have doubts about the content and then about God. If you have doubts about God, then you're going to have eventually doubts about your teacher and the content. So those are the three items you have to always keep. Certainty about your teacher who teach you Torah, certainty about the content that you study, and certainty about God. When my children study Torah with me, I have a quote for them. Maybe I should share it with you. I always tell them, do not try to understand our Torah. First, believe in our Torah. Once you believe, Hashem will open your eyes to see how much understanding you can have. A lot of people try to understand the Torah. That's not study Torah. Study Torah have to come from emunah. Study Torah have to come from belief. So if you don't believe in your teacher, you don't believe in the Torah, and you don't believe in God, I'm sorry, Amalek is already within you. It's in your stomach, it's in your house, it's in everything. It's in your business, it's everywhere. So you, you have to decide. You have to decide. If by Thursday night, you don't call whoever is teaching you, I need help with my doubts about the Torah, about God and about the teacher, then uh, you're not going to make it. You're already not making it, but the Amalek is making you feel as if you're making it. And that's why you're going to start meeting people who are telling you, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. What does it say about Amalek? Asher karcha baderech vayazdebra kula nechshalim. He cool you down. Meaning Amalek make you cool. Meaning, eh, don't worry about it. Eh, don't worry about it. No, I want to worry about it. I'm losing it. I'm not warm enough like I used to be. I want to get this excitement about the Creator. I want to get this excitement about the teaching. I want to get this excitement about my teacher. Now, you have a chance. That's about Amalek. What I'm going to do tonight, I'm going to actually read from the beginning of the Zohar of Tetzaveh, which is something I don't usually do. And we're going to do the best we can to fully understand it. And if you don't understand now, maybe you're going to listen to it again, okay? ואתה תצווה את בני ישראל, ואתה אקרב עליך את אהרון אחיך, אמר רבי חייא, first I'm reading the Aramek, 
מה ישנא אכה וכל אתר דכתיב ואתה אקרב אליך ואתה תדבר עם כל חכמי לב ואתה תצווה את בני ישראל ואתה אקח לך בשמים ראש מורדור אלא כולה ברזה אלא הוא הולך לשכינתא בעדי אז לזוהר a great question why do we use the word ואתה and you it's enough אתה it's enough you it's enough Moses what, what's going on here so let's, let's get into it אמר רבי חייא רבי חייא say מה השינוי שבכאן what's the change here ואתה אקרב אליך, you should let Aaron cross to you, you should uh, command, you should talk to all the wise people, you should talk all the, to all the Israelites, you should take uh, uh, spices and besamim and morvedro uh, and uh, smell good thing, but you should do that. שלא כתוב בכל המקומות, והקרבת, תדבר ותצווה ותיקח every other place, you say, והקרבת and you should sacrifice, but in a different way, not ואתה, and you. should talk. משיב, answer, אלא הכל הוא בסוד עליון. All of it is a big secret. כדי לכלול עמו השכינה. So we can include the שכינה with him. What is שכינה? What is שכינה? We usually say שכינה is the manifestation of God. שכינה is שין כף, which is 320, and יאנה. יאנה is אדני. 65, אדני. The Adni is Malchut, it's the receiving force that includes within it all the 320 light, which is 10 times 32. 32 is Lev, the Torah starts with Bet, which is 2, end up with Lamech, which is 30, 10 times 32, 320, those are the 320 light that we're supposed to fix. Okay, it's called Nitzotzot. We're always going to fix in 6,000 years, 288. We cannot fix the 32. Now you know why the Nevi'im say, Leva Evan. That Hashem said to us, you cannot fix the Leva Evan. You cannot fix the last one, which is Malchut of Malchut. That will be fixed only by Mashiach. Ki ha-shechina nikret atta. Kshaketu ve-atta, ayinu l'chlol libo ha-shechina, ve-atzivu ve-dvor. So every time it say, atta is the shechina. Why? Now you know why. Because I say, Shekhinah is 320, but where do you see the word Atah? Great question. The word Atah is Aleph, Taf. What is Aleph? First letter. What is Taf? Last letter. So you have from the beginning till the end. What is the other letter? A. Where is the A? A of Malchut. Yud, K, Vav, K. The A of Malchut. So Aleph, Atah, to the A. Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak, saying, אור העליון שהוא זר אנפין, the upper light which is זר אנפין, we know in Kabbalah there is זר אנפין, I guess, again this lecture is not for everybody who didn't study, it's for people who are a little bit more advanced, and I forgive me if it's not for you, but we, from time to time we have to give something deeper. אמר רבי יצחק, אור העליון שהוא זר אנפין, the upper light which is זר אנפין, meaning the light that belong in זר אנפין, ואור התחתון של הנוגבה, and the lower light which is the נוגבה, meaning זר אנפין and מלכות, or the Nukva if you wish. He said, I can find the male and female within the word Ve'ata. Usually Ze'eranpin is the male <coughs> and Malchut is, is the female. So Ve'ata, Ve'ata, Ve'ata ki Ata u'shem Nukva, Kanal. Ve'avam anosefet is Ze'eranpin. If we say that Ata is the Shekhinah, which is the Nukva, which is the female aspect of God, then the Vav is Ze'eranpin. Why Vav Zeranpin? Well, every, every column of Torah, if you didn't see it, if you look at the Torah, it always starts with the letter Vav. 
the Torah שבכתב, the written Torah is, what is it? זה רנבין. The oral Torah, לגמרא, תלמוד, זוהר, קבלה, זה תורה שבעל פה. תורה שבעל פה is מלכות. That's בעל פה, פה, פה. See, פה, oral Torah, בעל פה. Like mouse. כמו שאתה אומר ואתה מחיה את כולם, like we say you are make everybody alive, שזובב על זה רמפין ונוקווה, so every time you have ואתה is include female and male, ועל כן לא כתוב והקרבת את אהרון אחיך וציוות את בני ישראל ודיברת על כל כך מלא, שמה שבעת ההיא היה שורי השמש, שהוא זה רמפין בהלבנה שהיה נוקווה, for that reason it didn't say in, 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 in English it's not so great, it's say והקרבת it's like you will tell Aaron And you will commend the Israelites. I don't know how the translator in, in uh, Sepharia, if they, if they did it, I don't think they, they were able to put it together because ve'ata, because if you look at the translation, that can be said, ve'ata, and you will commend, and you will. So ve'ata, it's not written there. So if you look in the English, it might be, uh, unfortunately, not so good. So the sun and the moon were together. The sun... corresponding to their alpin, to the male energy, and the nukva representing to the female energy, malchut. Why is it like this? Why the sun and the moon like this? The sun is a giving force, and the moon is a receiving force. V'nishtatev, ha'kol kechad, everything was one. Lishrot al omanuta shel ha'melacha. And all of it was dwelling on the action of building, or building whatever they build. If they build the, the tabernacle, if they build the menorah, if they build everything, was, was dwell on that. ועל כן כתוב בהם ואתה, שיורה על זכר ועל זר אנפין ונוקווה. So that's show the male and female part, kind of spiritual, the metaphysical part. אמר רבי אלעזר, מכאן נשמע שהשם יתברך היה שורה על האומנות, לך למשכן. So for me we understand, זה רבי אלעזר, the son of רבי שמעון, that השם was dwelling on the art of building the משכן, שנאמר אשר נתן השם חוכמה ותבונה בהמה. That it say, God was giving wisdom and intelligent within them. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai said, Mikan Nishma, here we, we can learn, Shazeranpin Nukai Shorim Alomanut Melechel Mishkan. He says, so both, Zeranpin and the Malchut, both of them will dwell on the building of the Mishkan. Shekatuv, Vatat Dabar, El Kol Chachmelev, you, again you with the Atta, Not you, ותדבר, because in English, ותדבר can sound like אתה, but it's not. ואתה תדבר. And you, by itself, they take the word you. To all the wise people, all the, all the wise people with the heart wisdom, what's the difference between brain wisdom to heart wisdom? Heart wisdom is with emuna, with belief system, with certainty in the creator. Brain wisdom is intellectual. It's, it's not have to be close to God. It's like in Russia, for example. The communism idea was supposed to work if God will be involved, because everybody care about everybody, as Rav Ashlag write in Matan Torah, but because they don't have God as a system, so they do it for each other. You turn it into mafia and dictatorship. But if, for example, I have to be nice to you because God commands me so, and they have to be nice to me because God commands so, it's emunah. That's a wisdom come from the heart. But if I am to be nice to you, because it makes sense to me to be nice to you, I give you chocolate, you give me a hug, That's not God, that's, that's intelligent, but it's not connected to the heart. Asher militiv ruach chokmah, שהיה צריך לומר אשר מליטים, של רבים. Why is it say מליטיב, singular? I will fulfill him, not fulfill them. 
with wisdom. Im also have a chachmei lev. If we talk about wise people, melitiv shovev alevahu. Look at Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. What the chiddush? To fulfill the heart, not to fulfill their all of them. The heart. The heart is an organ. Why dafka heart? Shua shchina shenikret lev. You want to know where the shchina is? Is in your heart. Kmo shenemar vanacha alav ruach Hashem ruach uchma. Like it's written that the spirit of God dwell on him. But can't say klomar asher melitiv. To tell us as a code that the female aspect of God, which is the Shekhinah, which is the heart, God, the male aspect of God, is dwelling on the female. Everything is complete. That's why everything was uh, registered, uh, the male and the female, the Zerampin Venukva, in all the work of the tabernacle. So Rabbi Lazar is challenging his father like he does the entire Zohar and Tikkun HaZohar. So we see that before Rabbi Lazar didn't go with the path of Rabbi Yitzchak and didn't go with the path of Rabbi that God himself was dwelling in the Mishkan so all of them, three of them say no, Atta meaning Shechina and Zeran Pin, male and female of God Rabbi Lazar asked his father if you say so how are you going to explain it on the rest I understand about one paragraph but how is the rest so now Rabbi Shimon is answering. Amar le Rabbi Shimon, or Rabbi Shimon, kulam mityashvim. Everything will be perfect. You will see. So he continues because it says Vatat etzave, and now it says Vatat krevelecha. So that's the second part. And you should get Aaron close to you. Again, the you, veata, vav veata. Perusho shabam le Moshe sheikarev et veata. What does that mean? You should, you should get closer, Hashem said to Moshe. Say, Rabbi Shimon, no, 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 you don't read it, the Torah right. Hey, hey, listen, you don't read it right. Take ve'ata, take the word ve'ata, the word ve'ata, shu'u zerampin, v'nukva shel'aron, li'achet bo. Take the female aspect that Aaron has it, and take ve'ata, take you, because we know that, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu was like the sun and Yoshua was like the moon. So if Moshe Rabbeinu is like the sun, is Zeranpin. For that reason, sometimes you call Moshe Tiferet, sometimes you call him Da'at, sometimes you call him Netzach, but he's always Zeranpin. So you say, Ve'ata, Ve'ata shu Zeranpin v'lukva el Aaron, da'anu le'yachet bo le'karev el'afsod ha'shem ha'kadosh, ve'ata karawi. So Ve'ata akrev elecha, and you should get Aaron close to you, meaning what? Ve'ata. Meaning you talk to Moshe Rabbeinu. Who was Moshe Rabbeinu? Zeran Pin. Who does he get closer to him? The Nukva. Aaron, his brother. Same thing you do with the other one. When you say, and you will talk to the wise people or the wise, wise people from the heart I'm talking about. Meaning you get them close to Zeran Pin. And you will talk to the wise people 
So you get this union between male and female and put them within all those people that you talk to. You want to know how the tabernacle was built? On Kav Gemil Adar? You want to know how it was built on Kav Gemil Adar? It was a spirit of holiness. Ruach HaKodesh was talking to them when, when Moses gave this union. And was whispering in their head, in secret, how to build the Bishkan. And then they did the Melacha, they did whatever needed to be done. Now we understand what it means that it said to Moses, you will command Bnei Israel. What does that mean? You will command Bnei Israel. Command Bnei Israel, but how? Ve'ata. Vav and ata. Meaning you bring the union between the male and female to them. The Holy Spirit that connects within them. What is, what is Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit when you have union between the light and the vessel. When you have union between the force of giving to the force of receiving. That's 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 what Ruach HaKodesh. That's the force that will command Bnei Israel. And shine on them. So they can do everything with the full desire. And when you say, and you will take for you, so Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai have a malach, have a pattern here, have a style here to teach us something new. What is actually Rabbi Shimon teaching us? Language. What is Rav Ashlag teach us? Language. What is the Ari teach us? Language. Those people are unique. They're not regular people. Moshe Rabbeinu. Language. It's a language of how to communicate spiritually. Unfortunately, sometimes you know a teacher of Kabbalah. But you don't learn from them language. You just call, I have this problem, I have business, how to make money. The teacher will answer you as you wish. But you're never going to know how much they know and how much they actually want to teach you and give you. Because you never ask. You never ask, you're never going to get So Rabbi Lazar is not talking yet. And Rabbi Shimon continues. He's bringing another pasuk. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is bringing another pasuk as, as a proof to it from Tehillim, from uh, the book of Psalm, from King David. And you, God, don't stay far away from me. Come closer fast. And he translates, the Ata Avaya. That's a tough one to explain because we just say that the Vav is Avaya. The Vav is Yudke Vav, okay? And Ata is the Shechina. So what do we do with that? Here it says, the Ata Avaya. Meaning, you, God. Asher Ata, who are Nukva, and Hashem Avaya, who is Eranpin. Mitpalel shakoli yechad shiu mukhbarim zeh vazeh. So King David is here praying that Ata and Avaya, meaning Yudke Vav, okay, and Malchut will be together. Similar to Sukkah. Sukkah is 91. 91, Yud Adni. Male and female. Amen. What is Amen? 91. Male and female. Everything that has male and female in it, when you say Amen after Kaddish, when you pray in Minyan, I hope all of you praying in Minyan, or you say Amen after blessing, 91. So when King David say, don't 
stay away from us. It doesn't mean stay away from us, meaning don't create space between the male and the female aspect of God. That's how it used to be in the first temple, by the way. The first temple, the male energy and the female energy were one. The temple is the Malchut, is the Shekhinah, and the Yud was dwelling on it. That's in the first temple. The second temple, it wasn't the same, but it was something. It was Rishima, it was memory of that. In the third temple, it would be the same as it was uh, uh, in even better from the first, first temple. So what, what, what King David is asked, according to the expression of Rabbi Shimon Barichai, that the upper light will never disappear from the lower light. Because when the upper light is being removed from the lower light, there is no light in the world. Everything becomes darkness. Why? Because our world only receives from the Malchut. So the Malchut is supposed to give us light. How Malchut is going to give us light if there is no light that was given to her? So they separate. If there is separation, there is no light. That's what we're doing in Rosh Hashanah. In Rosh Hashanah, we start with separation, by the way. I don't know if you know that. There is no light. That's why it's the day of judgment, the day of death. Very dangerous. Every person, you know, one month before Rosh Hashanah, I have to pray, I have to beg, you know, even before. The best time to start to pray for your life uh, for, for Rosh Hashanah is always Shavuot. What's a Shavuot? After Shavuot, you have to start begging the Creator for a better year. But you have to commit for something. You don't commit, you don't have a vessel where to put it. If you don't commit for a change, it's not a punishment. When you commit for a change, it's becoming the vessel, become the Malchut, become the Shekhinah. That commitment, because Shekhinah has time. Everything physical has time, space, and notion. The Shekhinah is more relatable to us. That's why we sing Shira Shirim. You should read Shira Shirim. Shira Shirim, songs by King Samuel, was not written about a woman. It was written about the female aspect of God. When the Shekhinah says, I'm dark, but I'm beautiful, like a flower around the thorn, Meaning, Shekhinah is trying to give us a hint. Look where I am. I need the light of my husband, the Creator. When we see Lechad Odi Likrat Kala, to you, my beloved, or to my uncle, Likrat Kala, a form of the bride, meaning, again, the Shekhinah. Lechad Odi Likrat Kala, Pene Shabbat Nekavela. That's Shabbat. Shabbat is the way you get the Shekhinah and Zerampin together. Because we are in exile till the temple will be built, the male aspect and the female part are not connected. So the way we can connect them Shabbat. Shabbat is the ultimate way to connect those two forces. Look what Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai say. You want to know why the temple was destroyed? Because those two forces are no longer one with each other. That's why the temple was destroyed. What was the profit in the time of destruction? Who know? Who know? I'll give you 10 seconds. Who was the prophet in the time of destruction? That was the question. You can use Google. Very good. Jeremiah. The way you say Jeremiah in Hebrew, Yermiyahu. Mazi Yermiyahu. Mazi Yermiyahu. What is that, Yermiyahu? The Ainu Mishub Shinistalek Zeran Pime Malchut. Because the Eran Pin was gone out from Malchut. 
ואף על פי שנבנה אחר כך בבית שני, כל זה לא חזר אור למקומו כראוי. Even in the second temple by King Herod, it still was not the same as King Solomon temple. It was physically beautiful, but it, the energy was not there. ועל כן השם של נביא ההוא שהתנבא על זה הוא ירמיהו. His name is Jeremiah, או ירמיהו. שאותיות ירום י"ק ו"ק. It means that the י"ק ו"ק, the name of God, the Zeran Pin, why י"ק ו"ק? What happened to the hey? י"ק ו"ק, it says. ירום י"ק ו"ק. The last day is the day of מלכות. The day of מלכות don't exist, because that's belong to, to the שכינה. So the י"ק ו"ק is the Zeran Pin, ירום. The hey is staying here. So now the י"ק ו"ק is without the hey. For that reason, we say פתח אליהו every morning. We should read the translation of פתח אליהו, they mention the whole name of how the י"ק ו"ק without the hey is actually become tal. We should study that. שפירושו הסתלקות אור עליון למעלה למעלה מן המלכות. ירמיהו מינינג, ג'רמיה מינג, the light of the rampen went up, that's when the temple was destroyed, ולא חזר לעיר אחר כך כראוי בבית שני. And it didn't shine completely in the second temple. השם ירמיהו יורש האור עליון הסתלק במלכות. Name ירמיהו מינינג, the light went up. ולא חזר למקום ונכבד את המדינה שנחשכו המאורות. For that reason it was no light. For me we learn a big lesson that the temple in Jerusalem is actually the Malchut where the Shechina is. Are you understand? When people go to the Kotel, when people go to the Yerushalayim, Jerusalem. But unfortunately Jerusalem is right now a memory of what we're doing wrong. Because the Shechina didn't come back. So when you go to Jerusalem, instead of being, oh my God, a nice wall, it's a yofi, oh, they built very nice. No. Why is it not shining? Why is it not shining? That's a temple. It's supposed to give light to all over the world. I mean, I know there is a lot of war over there, politically. Zionism against Palestinian. Palestinian hate the Jew, this hate this, and everybody hate everybody, because it's lack of education. If everybody would know, include the Arabs, the Palestinians, if they build a temple there, everybody benefit, include the Palestinian, the Arab, the Dubai, the Russian, all the war will stop. But people don't know it. So what, what happened? Start hating. Let's hate the Jew. Let's hate the Jew. Why? We don't know, but everybody hate. It's a, it's a thing that's happening for 3,000 years. Eh, we can hate them again. We can hate them because they're rich, we can hate them because they're poor, we can hate them because they're stupid, we can hate them because they're smart, we can hate them because they're told they're anti-Semitism. But it's not about anti-Semitism, it's about stupidity. Forget anti-Semitism aside for a second. Stupid. You can have more money, more better life, better relationship if that temple will be built. So everybody wants to keep that uh, uh, temples of Muslims, it's called Al-Aqsa. But you got to be honest with yourself. Honestly, it's not about Judaism that is better. It's not about that. It's about what was the plan? What was the blueprint of the universe? What's going on? What's the plan? What's the schedule? Study it. Read books. Very simple schedule. Until this temple will not be built, it will be chaos in the world. That's it. That's the rules. Build it, no chaos. Not just for the Jew, for everybody. In King Solomon, no war. The temple was there. King Herod, it wasn't clean. The energy was not clean. It was beautiful physical. Green stone, blue stone, white stone, beautiful. But it's not about the physical. It's about the spiritual. That's why Jeremiah 
was in that time, because Yirmiyahu, who, who wrote the Megillat Echa, the scroll of Echa, he, he tried to give them a hint. That's the time, that's why he was killed. Nobody want to hear, want to hear bad news. Everybody want to hear get good news. Besides the now time, in our time we saw abuse by Fox TV, by CNN TV, by NBC, ABC, what else left, all of them. And we kind of, yeah, bad news is me. I'm here to hear bad news. And those days, people didn't want to hear bad news. They killed them. Even Jeremiah was a prophet. His name telling them, Yarum Yud Kevav. Meaning the name, the Zerapin, will go out of here. Nobody listen. Aval Yeshayahu Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Isaiah, Mazomer, Shuot Yot Yesha Yud Kevav. What does Isaiah speak about? Why most of the Aftarot is from Isaiah? I don't know if you know that. Because Yeshayahu Bitnabeh is a prophet, always about the future, what's going to happen. Similar to why Ravashlak asked, why is Ashkenazi raised the Torah in the end of reading and Sephardic raised the Torah before the reading? Sephardic say Ravashlag raising the Torah before because that's a memory for the baby in his mother's womb. He studied the old Torah, so to show you from the beginning, the beginning of creation, we have the Torah. That's a symbolize that. Ashkenazi reads the Torah in the end of the reading to show that in the end of time, we're all going to know the Torah the same way that we knew it in our mother womb. Very interesting, right? So don't fight. All, always correct. Minagim is always correct. Don't fight. Meaning, Yesha uh, meaning like uh, uh, redeem. Redeem me. Yud kevav ul redeem. Gorem legula lachzir or elion mekumol amalchut. Meaning Yeshayahu bring in the light from above to below back to where it is. Ul ifnot betamigdash to build the temple. Ve'kol atov ve'kol ha'orot yachzeru kebatchila. V'raken ha'shemot shel bet ha'nevi'im elu obdim zeh keneged zeh. Shemachad yarum. Shemachini Yesha. So that's why we have Jeremiah and Yeshayahu. Shashem gorem betziruf odiot elu elu gorim ma'aseref v'yishmaotam. Can you imagine Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is answered to his son in such a beautiful way? En letov en lera. That's the way it is with the name. Bar Soda zeh utzeruf otiyot shel shemot hakadoshim v'konotiyot b'chinatam atzvam. Now you know, says Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, every word in the Torah, every letter has a meaning. Gomim sheirez sodot leluim kumshotos shel Hashem tot b'atzvam. So if you look at the names of people, you will see that everything is connected. Gomim sodot elyonim kedoshim laarot ba'en. We don't have that much time. But I want to give you a little bit about uh, Megillat Esther. We know that uh, uh, Megillat Esther, it's the whole idea here is to reveal something called Yesod the Abba. Yesod the Abba is uh, a force coming from above to below. And our job, starting before Purim, is to give charity. Everybody has to give charity, even for people you don't feel they deserve. In Purim, you can actually will be forgiving for all the worst thing you did if you don't judge people. Meaning if you go around and people ask you for charity and they look like a thief and you give them one dollar, also in heaven, they look at you like you're not a thief anymore. Even you are. So that's the beautiful about Purim and before Purim preparation. We know one of the mitzvot you must do on the day of Purim. The first mitzvah you must do. Listen to Megillah two times, night time, and a daytime, when it's come to the daytime, you can do it till uh, kind of evening. But if the sun is set, you cannot read the Megillah twice again. What about night? From the night, you can do it until Alot Ashachar. So you must hear the Megillah twice. You must hear the Megillah twice. 
Don't forget. Then you have to have seuda in both at night and in the daytime. Better not to get drunk at that night, okay? But better if you can get drunk, you can actually get drunk on, on the afternoon, meaning in the evening of the day of Purim. And uh, if you meditate on Afsag, with that you can actually, you're not going to get drunk. Nothing will, will happen to you. But I'm not going to go into details of that. I'm supposed to eat. You have to give machatita shekel. You have to give certain amount of dollars, three type of tzedakot, matanot laevionim, mishloch manot ish and tzedakah. You have to give tzedakah. Don't be cheap between now till Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Do not be cheap. Go out of your way to give tzedakah. Out of your way. Now, don't think too much. Charity now. This is the charity time. Give, 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 give. Look for more giving. That's a great opportunity. Don't forget this. And uh, the charity I did, the Sudot I did, the Mikra Megillah, uh, I think I did. And and don't forget, also when you do Mishloch Marot, Mishloch Marot means the plate with at least three items. Uh, according to Allah, it has to be Seuda, at least a meal, if you can afford it. And you go around to people that you know, and you give it to them, make sure your name is on it. Because if you they don't know that it came from you, if they don't know it came from you, you didn't do the mitzvah. So the mitzvah is only working when they know it came from you. Now, the Yesod the Abba is an extension of light that only revealed on Purim. It's very, very powerful light. And because it's it's a light that come out uh, loud and clear and available for us, we want to act out of our way. That's what we, we got to do. Uh, let me see if there is another thing before I go to reveal to you. Yeah. I'm going to read it. So the Tikkunet Zohar the Tikkuni Azor write sorry, the paper is here. It says That, uh, oh, here it is. Wonderful. Forgive me for the delay. Shamru Chazal Bemasechet Shabbat Kimu Vikiblu. They uh, did whatever they meant to be doing and they accept whatever need to be happening. What does that mean? Kiblu the Torah. They already received the Torah, but they make everything from love. Until Purim, the Israelite didn't do it with love. They did. They were command. But they did it from love only on Purim. And of course, uh, we need to understand this idea. What does that mean till Purim? Purim is a mini Gmar Tikkun. It's like what's going to happen in the end of time what's going to happen in the end of time. All the capacity of the light will be revealed. We will have enough vessel to reveal all the light that needed. Mikatan at Gadol. From the smallness till, till 
the big tzaddik. And how do we do it? By doing Torah lishma v'ba'ava. By studying the Torah with love and studying the Torah with no agenda at all. Thank you so much. And hopefully, uh, I want to wish you happy Purim and happy Zayn Be'adar and Parashat Tzaveh. Again, listen to this lecture about five times or one time if you get it first time and all the best. Mm-hmm.